Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. Coming to you live from L.A. It's been a few weeks. Um, I moved and located to another section of the city and also we were just dealing with a lot of mercury retrograde and uranium energy so things were kind of chaotic for a few weeks and I apologize for being absent but I really wanted to get back to the show and say hello to everybody and to talk about uh, Jupiter going into Aries today that's been very exciting and I am here with Christina tonight hi Christina Hi, I made it. We made it. <laughs> we did. It was a very sort of confusing entry into the show tonight, and um, that's fine. You were saying how the retrograde Mercury was right on your sun in Gemini. So while we're going to do the it's show correct. about Jupiter and Aries, we do have a Mercury retrograde that started um, yesterday, <laughs> and um, it's been... Uh, complicated I think already for a lot of people and we're only in day one <laughs> yeah I know it's interesting being in it's it's sign that it likes you know Mercury likes to be in in Gemini and in Virgo so the it maybe it's this you know normally Gemini time Gemini season at least coming up is quick right we have like some rapidness with Gemini but the Mercury retrograde wants us to slow down, so <laughs> this is a confusing energy here. Mercury retrograde, and then also this coming Sunday, just a couple more days from now, there's a total eclipse of the moon, which is visible all across the United States. So that's uh, interesting, and we've got a lot ah. to cover tonight. Yeah, we've got a lot to cover tonight. So eclipses come in pairs, and we just had an eclipse. Um, you know, roughly 10 days ago or so, and that was a partial eclipse of the sun in Taurus, and now we're going to have a total lunar eclipse with the moon in Scorpio. So it's a very intense time right now, especially for things financially, right? Uranus is in Taurus, mm. and the total eclipse is in Taurus, and um, the markets have been getting rocked for the last week in a really rough and abrupt way. Uh, absolutely. I think I even saw today there were like little news stories and hints and some some buzz on, you know, different social media platforms about some cryptocurrencies even kind of taking a dive. So they did all Crypto's, across the board. All across the board. Yeah. Things have been rough financially. And then the retrograde Mercury is going to go back into Taurus. I suspect when that <laughs> happens, there's going to be a weird turnaround financially. You're going to see markets go up. So that's kind of weird. Okay. I don't I don't know exactly what day that is, but I can totally look it up. Uh, May. Yeah, it's going to be a great. Mercury uh, doesn't go back into Taurus. Retrogrades back into Taurus on Monday the 23rd. So not for another almost two weeks, two weeks. a little bit less than two weeks. Yeah. 
another 10 yeah, days, we can definitely 12 days. Expect, expect some, like, you know, messages and information in regards to that. Maybe a, a easier flow or, like, a, you know, I, I'm just imagining, you know, all of the inflation, everything being so expensive out there. You know, there's maybe some breaks in the, um, you know, the communication or how things are getting from one place to the other. So yeah. Mercury going retrograde, maybe will smooth some of that out. Yeah, I, I think fingers. there's potentially also some good news. There was some good news today about how it seems like inflation had reached its peak in the United States. There were some indicators that it was declining just slightly. So we'll see. I mean, the war in the Ukraine hasn't been helping. And as it lingers on, it's going to continue to create financial turmoil. But the show tonight is really about how Jupiter has gone into Aries uh, today and how that's going to affect us and what's the movement from Air, uh, Pisces, Jupiter and Pisces, to Jupiter and Aries. We know Aries is a much more independent, much more aggressive uh, energy. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. much more independent, much more entrepreneurial but in the in the mm. sense, not not necessarily aggressive in terms of violence. That's one way of looking at aggressive. But aggressive mm. in terms of getting your way, insisting on things being a particular way. You know, there's a there's a there's a softer version of aggressive, I guess, which is, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, doesn't have to be force. Have right. Initiation. Like, right. Exactly. Exactly. Initiatory. Like, exactly. Exactly. Which is yeah. always somehow a little bit aggressive, right? Mm-hmm. Someone, if someone comes on to you, if someone makes a pass at you, if somebody makes a suggestion to go somewhere, that, that all falls within the realm of aggressive because it's self-oriented. Right? It's the self mm-hmm. trying to enact its will um, on right. the environment. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that Jupiter in Aries is going to bring about a strong energy for that, a strong energy for pushing out, taking initiative, being a little bit more aggressive. Especially coming out I... of Pisces. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you know, it can it it kind of feels like that at least with the you know, with the world as it is today we're you know, seemingly getting out of the bubble of COVID and we've had this Jupiter and Pisces moment where, you know, it's a dream we're we're coming back to to joy and connectiveness and then we get the Jupiter and Aries. So that's okay. Now we're like what we've missed for the past couple of years, we're going to put the pedal to the metal now. Right. Right. Yeah. I see where, like, Russia invaded the Ukraine on February, roughly three days later, February the 24th, 2022. And... Three days after, yeah. Three days after Jupiter got into Pisces. 
no, no, February 24th, 2022. No, it was very Piscean at that time, but it was also very Capricorn. Um, it was kind of just looking at what the energy was at that time. It was very Capricorn. Venus was in Capricorn. Mars was in Capricorn. Uh, it was in right. Capricorn. There was a lot of Capricorn. In fact, the moon was even in Capricorn. So it was a very strong patriarchal moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was reading about how they're shifting phases and this and that. And Jupiter in Aries and Mars, you know, is going into Aries in another week or so. Did you know that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mars is going Get into Aries. ready. Yeah. Mars is going into Aries also, and the two will be conjunct roughly on Memorial Day weekend, the United States Memorial Day weekend. Mars and Jupiter will be conjunct in Aries. It's kind of a sign of, like, an escalation of the conflict over there. For us individually, it's good because it's about taking individual initiative, right? So it's not a bad thing for the individual but just as far as like a global energy goes, Jupiter and Aries and Mars and Aries, and that's pretty intense. Like that's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of testosterone. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> I was thinking yeah, like a lot of like heat and like like Jupiter is like fanning the flames. Like Jupiter makes it big, even bigger. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, autonomy, individuality of Aries, the way that the mm-hmm. Russians feel that they're entitled and the way obviously the Ukrainians feel that they're entitled to hold on to their own land mm-hmm. while Russia is trying to pick it apart and steal countless tens of thousands of acres, I'm sure, probably millions of acres of land, especially off the eastern border of the Ukraine, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, the United yeah. States though, now we're, we're, we just said, we just said full scale invasion of Ukraine, February 24th, right? So mm-hmm. March, April, May, it's almost three months. That's a hundred days. We're almost a hundred days into this and it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, we're, we're even past the point of, you know, in the very beginning, it was like it seemed like there were talks to be had, you know, and that's such like a, you know, I want to say like diplomatic Libra thing <laughs> to like, yeah. okay, let's talk it out, but we're heading into Aries territory. So yeah. that's definitely much more, yeah, like you were saying, independent and uh, about me and, and me alone. Or, you know, us alone, I guess. And the aggressive aspect of it, right? Like, my way. My Mm -hmm. way. That's very Aries. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this, and we're going to do this my way. And I think sometimes for Aries energy, it's an unyielding. um, Uh Uh-huh. You know, it's an an unyielding desire to see their vision, right? And Mm -hmm. Putin is certainly acting that way, right? He has a vision for Mm -hmm. the way that he thinks that this should go. And Mm -hmm. he's been very unyielding, even in the face of global 
global pushback at the level that that the you know the global community has pushed back on them financially even for the fact that they've generally not really won their objectives they thought they were going to go in there and take over the ukraine like a piece of cake right and it hasn't turned out that way and then and then i think you have the ukrainian side of it because they've been very aries from the start you know they definitely weren't mm-hmm. very pisces they were no they were, they were very much like no i'm sorry this isn't going to happen the way you think it's going to happen so it's it's two it's a conflict of two very strong wills incredibly um, strong yeah yeah unfortunately for the ukrainians you know like the political theater of it you know oh, we really can't get involved. NATO really can't get involved, but we can send you weapons. We really can't send you men, and we really can't help you, but we maybe can help you on the sly with some of our radar and satellite technology, but maybe we really can't do that, but maybe we should. I mean, watching the political theater of this in 2022 is pretty gross. <laughs> it's pretty it's gross. It's pretty weird. Like, yeah, because first of all, it doesn't even really make sense why they attacked them in the first place, except that Putin feels burned, you know? He feels burned by yeah. the the post-Soviet Union collapse, and he's trying to put it back together. Um, right. But none of those people that were part of the Soviet Union, the Ukrainians or whoever, they don't want to be back with the Soviet Union, or they would come back willingly. They would already be, if they wanted to be a part of the Soviet Union, they would have just, you know, approached the Soviet government. So now it's it's kind of rapey. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, the the weird and the kind of weird, you know, circumventing the situation a little bit, and then finally, you know, Putin bringing all of his, people, you know, are all of the militia, you know, surrounding the borders and then saying, not going to do it, not going to do it. And then jumping right in. And it is strange that the whole world's up in arms about it, but realistically we're, you know, what are we, what are we exactly are we doing about it? Not much. Well, except that we just, like, approved another $40 billion aid package. Um, oh, you know, not much, just $40 billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. And that, yeah. So I think that's kind of a big deal is that the United States is financially and militarily invested, but that at the same time, we, quote, unquote, get involved. It's very strange. Like I said, that's why the political theater of it is so gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wonder for, you know, this Jupiter and Aries time, that it's like the antithesis, like, oh, I won't get involved. That's like the exact opposite of somebody who would have Jupiter and Aries in their chart. Right, and I think that's probably what's really alarming for people. That's probably what's the most alarming thing of the entire thing is that, you know, we keep insisting that we're not going to get involved, but many military people have said that the United States is going to get dragged into this. 
Right. I mean, we're already sticking a bunch of fingers and toes in. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the Western Alliance, you know, like when I speak with clients that I have in London, they're, they'll say to me, uh, what's about 1,000 miles away from uh, L.A.? And I'll say, mm, Denver, something like that is about 1,000 miles. And they'll say, mm-hmm. well, we're about 1,000 miles away from you, the Ukraine. That's how mm-hmm. closely knit Europe is. And so yeah. basically what's going on there, Russia invading the Ukraine is happening on Europe's front doorstep. It's a little alarming right. for the Germans and the French. You know, they're powerful military countries. They they have a lot of, uh, you know, military. And, um, yeah, I guess we're focusing a little bit on how this Jupiter in Aries is going to inflame potentially hostile situations globally, which, again, for the listening audience, Christina and I do not script the show. We come on live and we have a conversation in a very organic way about what we're perceiving from the show topic, but also, you know, what's going on globally and energetically in astrology. So there are many signs that um, things are going to become more tense. In fact, for a little while at the end of May, Memorial Day weekend, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter will all be in Aries together. So mm-hmm. that, that's abrupt. And, you know, I think also when the sun goes into Gemini, which everybody knows how around the 21st, uh, roughly the 21st of, of May. Um, it's Gemini, not to say anything bad about Gemini's, but, you know, like that's dismissive energy. That's not heavily emotionally invested. Gemini is not the deepest emotionally invested sign. It's much more cerebral and um, logic-based, yeah, little- thought-based. Yeah, Right, a little, yeah, I mean, it's an air sign, so it, it's totally cold, you know, the factual. On the Wednesday and Thursday before Memorial Day, the moon will go into Aries, and there's there's a, um, there's a, uh, a new moon in, not a new moon, there'll be an alignment of the moon and Venus and Mars and Jupiter. It's a lot. It's a lot of Aries energy that's coming up in May. Yeah. Right. And and the thing is, it's normally we get this every year. We get a cluster of the fast-moving planets, Venus, right. Mercury, Mars, Correct. the Moon, and Aries. But we have Jupiter here now. So that's expanding that's and much happening. bigger. Yeah. Yeah, sure. For, again, the listeners, Jupiter represents largeness. Jupiter represents big. Jupiter is customarily thought of in astrology as a lot of. That's what you would say, right? A lot of whatever whatever it's in. So this is a lot of um, willfulness, a lot of mm-hmm. a need for things to go our way, you know? Where Pisces is almost a little bit more passionate and thoughtful and empathetic, Aries is not at all. Aries is not an empathic sign. Aries is my way or the highway. And um, right. it, it's going to be a complicated wrap-up 
to this month, I think, with with these energies and the way in which they're aligning now between now and 21. It's less than three weeks. It's two two weeks, about two weeks from now, two weeks and change to yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah, breathe deep. It's a, it's, it's, Take a deep. Yeah, breath, right. Some you know? some big egos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. big egos and the but, way in which. Um, I mean, I was going to say, you know, <laughs> there is though. I did think about this. The the how Jupiter is also, you know, it's the last. Um, well, it's connected to the last fire sign. So there's something a little bit more. Should I say evolved or a little bit higher thinking with Jupiter? Like, I wonder if there's going to be some sort of, like, larger perspective that we're going to get um, or yeah, some sort Jupiter of wisdom or Zeus. knowledge. Jupiter is Zeus, and I see Aries like lightning bolts. I see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like Zeus, Zeus pissed off. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Not okay with the situation. Yeah. No. No. So let's look at Putin's chart. He doesn't have anything in Aries, and Aries is his fifth house, though. So Jupiter is mm. in his fifth house. Mars is going to be in his fifth house. So he's definitely going to be feeling large and in charge. Uh-huh. He's definitely not going to, you know, he's going to try and turn around the way that the war is going because it hasn't been playing out well for him. Mm-mm. Also, he it has hasn't. his moon at right. two degrees Aries. Putin has his moon at two degrees Gemini. Oh, two so degrees Gemini. Oh, yeah, he has the retrograde Mercury going across his moon. And, um yeah. There's yeah. some difficult That's transits for him, but more next year. Putin Putin probably falls out of power in 2023. Um, he's definitely, something is going to collapse his health, something. He has Neptune, transiting Neptune, squaring his Mars, which is a very difficult transit. So he's Mars, um, but that's not until 2023. So I think Putin is going to you know, continue to wreak havoc for about another year. Mhm. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Joy of joys, right? Okay, so on a more positive note, while everybody now we have everybody <laughs> shivering in their shoes. Um, <laughs> yeah. What does Jupiter and Aries mean for us individually? Well, it's making great aspects with my chart. It's really I'm having a Jupiter trine. I have Jupiter um, uh, sextile Mars, like it's. Jupiter and Aries is a really good placement for my chart. My house of health is is Aries. So Jupiter going into my sixth house should be good for my health, good for my routine, um, because the sixth house is about routine. So there's an opportunity for us to, again, using that keyword willful, align with whatever it is that you would like to create. That's another keyword for a fire sign, right? And Aries is a fire sign. So what would you like to create? What is a part of your will that you would like to create on a personal level? It can be personal. It could be if you work for somebody, um, you know, and you have a creative opportunity to do something for them. It doesn't have to be exclusively all about you because some people don't, you know, 
They don't work for themselves. They, they work for other people. And so, but there are still creative opportunities within all of our jobs because we can make the creative environment that we want, right? You could be flipping burgers mm-hmm. at McDonald's and you could still figure out a way to create your own, your own creative impact on the environment. Mm-hmm. Just with your signature style, right? Signature style and the way that yeah. that comes across. So I feel like Jupiter in Aries is very much about that signature style and the, yeah. and the impact, right? Because Aries is always looking for impact in the world, the impact and the way in which we take our unique individuality, Aries, and put it out there in the world. And we're going to want to do it in a big way, Jupiter. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds exciting. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's good. That, that, you know, yeah, when, some... it, when it's, it's two countries going to war, it's bad. When it's individuals just right. going out to meet at the pub, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like, you know, some confidence mixed in there and some just, you know, just do it type energy, which is, which, you know, is going to push you ahead further, even if it's trying something out and failing at it. You know, you still get a little sense, better sense of who you are and how you operate and what you like and don't like. So there's a lot of really good, you know, bits that we can use from this energy. Um, you know, I even think, too, like the, it feels to me like body, body work. I mean, I mean, you know, you know Taurus is a little bit more aligned with bodies and maybe Virgo, too. But as far as feeling strong in our bodies, you know, there's something with that. Maybe it is, you know, pushing your body just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit more, obviously in a healthy, safe way, but, mm-hmm. you know, feeling strong is, is here. It's in the air. Personal, personal challenge. I think that was something that I wrote about years ago in my book about mm. fire signs that they need, mm. um, attainable goals and like the purse, their personal best. So you could see Jupiter mm. and Aries wanting to push us to a higher level of our personal best. And if we want to harness it, it's the interesting thing about Jupiterian energy is that it doesn't force us to do anything. Ever. It's just available. Mm. So the energy is going to be available to make a greater impact on yourself and the people around you. Yeah, fantastic. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm even thinking, I wonder, like, it's going to be a good time for, like, uh, you know, personal trainers and, like, you know, individual, you know, gurus that have their own, you know, style and and their own, you know, way of being. It's very individualistic and some, some good benefits from being that way. It's a good time to run the extra quarter mile, though, you know, push beyond what you've been doing. Push beyond, mm-hmm. whether it's raising your kids, whether it's, you know, working, whether it's your mm-hmm. diet, just push a little bit beyond where, you're, where you've been allowing yourself, you know. Wake up a little bit and see if you can find a new personal best on any of those levels. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I definitely like like the idea of waking up because it's it's both 
Aries as, you know, our first sign, the birth, you know, the, the birth of something. And then also Jupiter is like wisdom and perception, you know, your realization you get from yeah. Jupiter energy. So it's both, both, both ways of waking up. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show now and tell everybody that if you want to get a reading, you can find out more about us at sageofstars.com. Um, there is also KLM Astrology, which is Christine's website if you'd like to learn more about her. We are mm-hmm. teaching astrology at the Los Angeles Astrology School. We have a new beginner class starting in June. You can find us at Sage of Stars on Twitter and Facebook. And Los Angeles Astrology School has a daily posting every day about how you can capitalize on the astrological energy of the day. I'm Craig Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. We're coming to you live from Los Angeles most Wednesdays at 6 o'clock. We hope everybody had a good show with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Enjoy your week. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.